Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula and I have a hodgepodge episode. We talk about a variety of thoughts that are on our mind, one after the other, plus some epic, ugly, and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com or Amazon through our website, uglytruth.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Thank the girl he was with before because that is why he's so good at it. Paula. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 327. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Ugh! Ugh! What, what are we saying? Are, are, you, are you coming clean or are you still 30 foe? No, I'll come clean. Happy 40th. 40 and fabulous. Baby Ugh. woo Welcome to the club. I feel so old. Do you? Well, actually, I don't feel old, but 40 sounds so old. It does. I struggled with turning 40. <laughs> I struggled. I was, you know, what's funny is I didn't realize this. Daryl told me this last year when I had a birthday, which I refuse to acknowledge anymore. And it's been going since I turned 40. I just don't want I, What's the point? Why? Why? I'm just marching towards the end. What's the point? I know the scales are tipping now on my part. I mean, yes. Like now that I've hit 40, it's just like it's all downhill. And of course, everybody at this point hopes that this isn't middle age. You know, being in your 40s, you don't want it to be your middle age because that means you've got only halfway to go if you're lucky. And nobody wants that. You know, when I turn 50, I, I would like to say that would be middle age, that I got 50 more to go. That'd be all right with me. That would be good. Yeah, I can deal with that. Anything be- before that, though, that it, it freaks me out. So I'm still in the freak out phase. But uh, mom came over unexpectedly before the holidays, of course. And she was like, well, I just hadn't heard from you. And that's when she was here for like six hours. Oh, God. And I said, I said, I'm kind of hungry. And I'm like, oh, my God, mom, it's 3.30 in the afternoon. You've been here since 9 a.m. Because, you know, she's early. She never shows up late. Exactly. So it's it's early. I'm just putting my coffee cup in the sink. And mom's like, hello. <laughs> but we were talking. And I said, yeah, I'm really, I'm really not a fan of getting older. Like, she's like, oh, Jamie Lynn, you're so young still. And I said, yeah, I know to you. But I'm not, I'm not feeling as energetic and young as I used to when I was in my 20s or whatever. And I said, the getting older thing is no fun. And she goes, no, it sucks. (laughs) She goes, you know, she goes, I will say when I was in my 40s, she goes, that's when I was my best. She goes, I was the happiest. Yeah. She said, I was the happiest I ever was. I stopped taking everyone's shit. I forged my own roads. You know, I, I was no longer, and she wasn't saying this is an insult. She goes, I was no longer responsible for children in the sense that most of us were much older and except for you. Yeah, I I, I was 10. I know. <laughs> I know. I think that's when she made the choice that she didn't want to raise me anymore. At 10? No. No, actually, it was 11. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, I just, I liked who I was in my 40s. I, I was much, she just really enjoyed her 40s. When I turned 40, I was depressed for like two weeks. And it wasn't anything more than, what am I doing with my life? Where yeah. am I? Like, what is happening? You know, what is this where I wanted to be at 40? You get really like 
what's the word? In, not intrinsic, but introspective. Or- introspective. And, you know, you start wondering, is like, is this all there is? Is this what I am now? You know, and I do that, but I do it every year. And I remember, and that's when I always do something really weird. Like, I'm like, Daryl, let's, let's take salsa lessons. Or, <laughs> let's go hiking. And he's like, what? And I go, yeah, it'll be really fun. He goes, well, yeah, it would be fun. Last year, we bought hiking boots during wow. my birthday. That's when we went to Yosemite. And I said, we're going hiking. I do this every year. Every year, I have many midlife crises. Isn't that strange? I did. He goes, Jamie, you do this every year. I'm like, what? He goes, you have a birthday and then we have to do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. Well, yes, absolutely. I'm going to open an art studio, I think, this summer. (laughs) It's just like these dumb things. So anyway, are you having any self-reflection? Are you, have you? Uh, No, because I know the facts of my life. And (laughs) if I reflected on them, my birthday might end in suicide. Okay. Are you doing anything for your birthday? Well, let's see. It's in three days. Well, at the drop of the show, it will be on Monday. Okay. Okay. I haven't heard a peep from anyone. And I would imagine that... It's going to come to Saturday or Sunday. (laughs) What do you want to do for your birthday? And my response will be, it's been 14 years that we've known Mm. each other. And Mm -hmm. if you haven't planned something by now, then I don't want to do anything. (laughs) I will formally protest any suggestions. Because I'm not going to plan my own birthday. You are not. And I happen to have a gift for you. You know I do. That is, I'm sad that you had to buy it though. Why? That was, it was always the arrangement. Yeah, but you also bought someone else's too. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought we shared that one. I don't remember paying for that one all by myself. I don't remember, but. But when, when the Uggs turn 40, everybody gets a gift from Tiffany and company. Mm-hmm. You started that tradition with me. Yes. And as everyone has turned 40 in our sisterhood, they receive the Tiffany and Company bracelet, which you will have. I think you should come over. I mean, we should definitely get together and do something yeah. to celebrate your birthday here, at least. And I'm sure we can get Stephanie to come over <laughs> and hang out with us, too, so I can present you with a gift that you totally know you're getting. But still, it's fun to get. And every girl should get something from Tiffany and company in their life. At least once. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I feel like you've done so much. I can't ask for another thing. Why? Oh, well, first of all, it's my pleasure. I love you. And you're my sister. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't have a, it doesn't, first of all, what's the point of money if you can't spend it? True. Right? True. I mean, to me, I mean, you know, our needs are met and we're very conservative with spending and all that stuff. We don't, you know, I'm not the real housewives of Orange County. Right. You know? I don't do anything. So it's the like. The real housewives of Fair Oaks. Pretty much with the, me and the chickens. <laughs> so anyway, we will, we will definitely solidify some plans so that I can give you your present and do a little celebration and then uh you know you can move on and figure out what the hell you're going to do for the next 12 months before you have to self-reflect again i personally don't like birthdays i did not like turning 40 at all yeah i'm I'm not liking it it, the idea of it no it i mean i'm just being honest i know there are some women go oh did i turn 40 oh (laughs) no 
I know when I turn 40 and I hate it. I can see it on my face every day when I'm starting to spend more money on elixirs to try to keep the lines away, you know, (laughs) and at some point I know I'm going to graduate to injections. I just, I saw a picture of a celebrity. Who was it? I don't remember who it was. It was someone who was normally very, very beautiful and they had the Joker face. Too many injections, just too many injections in the cheeks. You know, their their forehead was completely, you know, slate. There was not a wrinkle to be found. I just don't find that look attractive. I think all women start looking the same. All their faces look really puffy. They look puffy and they, well, I mean, they're injecting poison, essentially, into their face. Yeah. So, uh, but you're probably not thinking about that yet. No, no, no. I would rather do a facelift, personally. To me, it seems like that would be the only option to eliminate any jowls or anything weird like that. You don't have jowls, so I'm getting them because I told Daryl this just the other day. I said, you know, uh, Sally Field is adorable when she's young, but as you get older, those chunky cheeks, those big chipmunk cheeks, they start to fall. And that's what's happening to me. Mm. I've always had chipmunk. He goes, you do not have chipmunk cheeks. And I said... Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I've always had chipmunk cheeks. When I was a baby, people would stop our mother in the store and pinch my cheeks. They were so round. My people God, thought they were why adorable. Why would she let them touch you? It was another it was another time. It was of another era. You know, it was the 70s when children weren't coveted as much as they are now. People can just walk around going, "Oh, look at this baby." And they would like grab the little cheeks and she's so beautiful. Gross. Not so much when you're in your 40s. <laughs> yeah, really. Those cheeks start to fall. Both of them. Yes. I have to, of course, our mother suggested that I start doing weightlifting. <laughs> oh, is that the answer? Apparently. Apparently is that what's the answer. So that's what she's doing? Oh, right. That's what I would have said. So that's what you're doing. <laughs> so I go, well, I have, I go, I actually do weightlifting. Not, I do kettlebells. I don't, and I'm not, you know, doing it every day or anything, but I do have kettlebells and I do, because I, you and I talked about our matronly arms. Yes. And those don't improve with age, by the way. They don't suddenly go away. No, I um, caught mine in the mirror the other day and I'm like, wow, just no definition at all. <laughs> I was looking at mine. It's like a pencil. I was looking at mine the other day. I was hilariously making muscle arms. You know how you do in the in the mirror. And I'm like, well, this is not appealing at all. What's what is this little dent over here? Now there's a dent. What is this? So yeah, I mean, really, the only way is to. I said I just need to cut them off. And he goes, Jamie Lynn, you then you would look like a bow. And I'm like, and your point is. I saw this yesterday, and I should have posted it, but I don't know why I didn't. It was this fitness trainer, Mm -hmm. and she showed her regular body, and then she showed her body through the ages Mm -hmm. by Photoshopping. And so she said, right now, this is what's in. Skinny, tight waist, huge ass. Yes. And like skinny thin legs or, or not thin legs but just like normal legs thigh gap though there's a gap there's no her thighs aren't touching something like that yes yes you know and then giant boobs of course like that's what's in right now and that's then unrealistic sh- without plastic surgery it is right right you can't there's nothing that. you can do there's nothing you can do in a gym there's no food you can eat that will make your body look like that it's impossible no and it's, then yeah. they said the 90s it was basically mm. like Wafy thin, mm-hmm. you know, big boobs, 
Really and big boobs. Yeah. So anyways, I'll have to find it again and send it to you. Yeah, but post she, it. Post it on she, our Ugly Truth Facebook page. I want to see. I will. Yeah. But it was really cool the way she was able to Photoshop her body to show like all these things. of. This is what women's bodies should look like for the trend, per the era. But it seems like every decade it alternates. Yeah. It's either big ass, small ass, big ass, small ass. You know what's really sad Big though? boobs, no boobs. What's really sad, Paula, is that anybody has an opinion on what a woman should look like anyway. I am not one of those hardcore people, but I have to say women can't make the adjustments. Okay. They are what they are. But when you're growing up, if you're like 14, 15 years old, there's no way in hell you're going to look like Khloe Kardashian or the Jenners. You're never going to look like Kylie Jenner, no matter what you do. That's just genes. It is genetics. It is. And they're also really really wealthy and their their body and their face is their their business Mm -hmm. so whether you have respect for them or not in general terms that is what they do so they are constantly changing their look so that their followers will change their look and buy the different products Mm -hmm. and they do have plastics i mean my god nobody's lips look like they look like brat stalls no one looks like that when they come out of someone's womb right that's all marketing and it it, I mean, and look, we're in our 40s. Well, I'm in my 40s. You're barely, you're not even 40 yet as recording of this date. We are still susceptible to that. We still look at stuff and go, I want to look like that. I want my hair like that. You know, constantly. Mm-hmm. I constantly think about getting eyelash extensions now or, you know, hair extensions or what color will I have? And, you know, obsessively working out and watching my weight. I mean, that's health. It's health, but it's also not. I mean, it's social pressure. Sure. So, I mean, it, it affects everybody, even smart women. Oh, it's so, true. It's but that is where Find that post. I want to see I it. I will. Absolutely. Okay, so this is going to be our hodgepodge episode because you and I have all these little random thoughts that we wanted to tell each other. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I've just had enough of taking care of my family, I'll sit in my car for a really long time <laughs> before I will go do stuff. No, I I don't do that because usually Victor's not home. Oh, so and the kids, and the kids, the kids are, are home by themselves. So I it. try and be gone less than like fifteen minutes. No, I you know what you're right. I've done that too. But right now, obviously, there are times though, and so I sit in my car and I'll play on my phone. I'll look at social media, listen to a song, and then I'm just sitting there going, why why I don't want to be here. I feel like all I do is go to the grocery store sometimes. So I took a picture of myself sitting in the parking lot at night going, well, the family must feed. So I guess I need to go in. And I got all these comments are like, even our sister, Allison, she's like, you need to do the the, the delivery. They'll, they'll do everything for you. You don't even have to go. And then another girl, she's just like, yeah, why are you even going these days? You can just have it delivered or you can pull up and they'll they'll bring it to your car. And it's not even extra. It's not like that much money. It's super affordable. And then you don't have to deal with it. Here's the problem. I don't want anyone touching my food. I don't want anyone deciding what lettuce or tomato I want. I want to pick that stuff, right? Right. And I don't trust anyone to, to have the same standards that I have with the things that are going in my mouth. I don't want some person who was unloading toilet paper to go all right well i guess i'll get this order and start put just putting shit willy-nilly into bags and then giving it to me and i'm just supposed to accept it like i just can't do it and yes i am a control freak 
So I will complain, but I'm still going to go get my own tomatoes because I just, you know, if I bought all processed or if I was getting, you know, just like, for example, if I need creamer or milk, I don't pick the one right in the front. I look at all the expiration dates. And I pick the one that has the longest expiration date because it's fresher. If it's available, but most of them all have the same expiration date. Well, here's a tip, Paula. If you stand on the milk cart case and you look in the far back, the new ones are in the way back. You can get them. (laughs) Yeah, because I want to look like an idiot with my arm all the way back in the milk section. And then, you know, there's workers because, you know, there's actually coolers back there and so and accidentally know. touch hands with a worker yes, exactly he's like oh can i help you miss oh, i'm just getting the, the newest milk oh hi i'm jamie nice to meet you oh nice to see you we've we've seen you before you've seen I, this i recognize before. that ring <laughs> yeah so i'm like not for me and i i know i mean i know how difficult i am i i know that's why i do a lot of things myself <laughs> so i don't i don't do things like that for the purposes of like, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I'm capable of going to the store and getting groceries. And so I feel like that service should be like left for people who can't or, you know, or whatever. Same thing. Like when they ask me if I want help out with my groceries, I'm oh, like, I no, thanks. I nope. can do it. You know, never. I'm you and I are in the same wavelength. I'm the same way when they and I always think about that. I'm like, you know, there's going to be a day when I'm going to have to have assistance. I hope it's a long way away. Right. Or if like I, you know, something terrible happens, and I break my arm or something. But I mean, I'm with you. If I'm capable, my legs aren't broken. You know, right. I'll go get it. Now, I do know people who have not not our sister necessarily, but I do know people who are single and they mm-hmm. just are super duper busy. And so they have everything delivered. Totally get it. But yeah, that is not my life. I have the time to go to the store and buy food. And, and I'm with you. Capability is a big part of it as well. And to be perfectly honest, if I have a, a huge cartload, I probably could use help because <laughs> I, I'm not good at steering those things. And especially when, and oh, I don't know heavy. why, the store I go to, it's got this like, you know, six foot section of yellow bumpiness. And oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? So it's like, I, 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 I hate that. When you're that. going down it. And mm-hmm. that just makes the, it's like playing Plinko with your cart. <laughs> Yes. And so that can set it off course. And then you have to make like an immediate right. And Uh it's just, um, I must look like a maniac, you know, trying to steer this giant out of cart. Control. And so <laughs> I'm thinking control. to myself, I probably could have used help, but you know, probably. I'm young. I'm not going to ask. Anyway. Yes. So the grocery store adventures continue. Um, okay. So here's, this is the hodgepodge section. Uh, we were, and then we'll segue into oral sex after this. We were uh, driving to Folsom and Daryl is still at this point, wasn't well. So I was driving. And so, and, but he insisted he wanted to go and I'm like, all right, fine. If you want to go, but you know, just don't cough. (laughs) So we're in the car, we're driving. And I was driving like a, I was driving a little speedy and I was kind of weaving a bit because I was trying to get onto the freeway on ramp and there was a lot of traffic. And so we were driving and I was driving a little fast And he thinks I drive too fast anyway, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And so, but I alarmed him, which I hardly ever do. He's like, oh, he goes, my God. He goes, you're driving so crazy. You know, if I drove like this, you would kill me. And I said, yes, but it isn't you. It's me. And I know how to drive like this. And he said, oh, what, with confidence? And I go, no, with confidence. (laughs) 
<laughs> I go, that's the only way you can drive like that. And I go, and you will never be able to drive like that. Only I can because I have the vagina. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so my new word is confidence, although confidence. I'm sure it exists. Maybe you could Google it and see if it's out there, but I bet it is. That's I'm, funny. I know. So anyway, speaking of vaginas, you wanted to talk about oral sex. Okay, so I don't know what made me think about this. Let me think. I was probably having a conversation with myself per mm. usual. Mm-hmm. And I I think I had an epiphany. Oh. I was say I was saying that, you know, all these years I have refused oral sex because yes. I don't really care for it. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I I don't prefer it. Yeah, it's not part of the it's not part of the the plan every time. Right. Okay. And so um so I just have taken it off the menu. Oh, okay. But then I started to think about it and I'm like because I was just of the assumption that I was doing the guy a favor. Oh, like he he, he didn't want to do it. Like like the way we feel about blowjobs. Kind Men of. must feel that way about going down Oral on a woman. Se- like, oh, okay, so I don't have to do that. I can right. just, you know, get a blowjob and have some sex. Right, right. And so, I, like I said, I thought I was kind of doing them a solid. Like, yeah, you don't have to do it. Don't worry. Then the thought came to me. I'm like, what if I'm depriving them of something that they might like doing? Right. So I don't know. Do you think I am or? It depends on the man. I can tell you with complete honesty without getting too specific. I know about producer dub. Yes. It it would be cruel (laughs) to not allow him that pleasure. And he does not feel the requirement for me to reciprocate even if I, even when I do, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's on the menu every single time if I allow it. Sometimes I just, I mean, you know, just like with anything, you're like, I'm like, really? I, it's not going to happen, man. Just, yeah. Just, can we just do something else? But um, I will say, historically speaking, I have never been with someone who didn't want to. And it was not, I'm not one of those women that requires, like, I'm like, hey, uh, what about me, man? It's not like that. But there have been a couple of lovers in my life where it's not something that they need to do, but they have done. And I can tell they're not really into it. And so I'm like, up next. But the people that I've had longer sexual relationships with, it was an absolute, yes, absolutely. They wanted to do it. I have watched Cat House back in the day before everybody had died and whatever. Right. That they said their number one request for men who go to those places is oral sex because their wives won't allow it. Really? It's the number one. I remember this one specific woman saying, she's like, the only thing that is a struggle is that every man who, who requests it, they expect an orgasm. And if I've had, you know, five or six guys in a weekend, I can't, I mean, it's just not possible. I mean, it's just not. And I'm thinking, interesting. So it's frustrating to them because they want to make a woman orgasm orally. And if you're going to a a place of ill refute and every man is asking to do that, at some point, you're going to hit a level. You're like, I can't possibly imagine (laughs) having an orgasm. And plus, let's be real. You're talking about men who don't get to do it very often. So they may not be very skilled. 
either. Oh, right. They're probably doing like the alphabet or something. They're probably just like, well, this is what I've heard what we need to do. And it's like, no. Uh, it's like, are you here for instruction or what? You know, it's like. I remember I had a guy who had like crazy kitten tongue and I'm like, slow down. I'm like, stop. <laughs> I put my hand on his forehead. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, isn't this the right way to do it? It's like, like, no, it's not. <laughs> but and here's the weird fun, funny part is that you're not a, you're not an unusual person. Most women, well, a lot of women don't like men to perform oral sex they're not comfortable with their bodies or whatever reasons they have put in their brain they don't like men performing oral sex on them even though it feels amazing it's amazing i don't i don't get it i i'm like if this is what a blowjob feels like i will always do them you know i mean my goodness right but that's just me that's just me i think i, I honestly i don't know too many and the men that don't go for it right away it's usually experience it's usually they just don't know what to do so they kind of just avoid it okay or and then you know we've talked about porn guy you know porn guy doesn't realize that you have to do it for more than 10 seconds you know (laughs) and don't eat at it like a squirrel eats a nut yeah Yeah, no biting i mean i mean unless you're into it but i mean it's just i think performing oral sex on a woman is about experience honestly i mean if if the dude is with you and he knows what he's doing it's like thank the girl he was with before because that is why he's so good at it probably i'll never let producer deb go ever (laughs) never our shit could get bad and broken i'd be like well you know what at the end of the day no i'm not gonna let you go sorry (laughs) i can't allow that to be out in the public in the general pop no he'll be married in five minutes that's true forget it (laughs) so well that's very interesting i guess i never really thought about it that way that perhaps my refusal could be depriving someone the certain people, I should say. I will say, though, Paula, if there is a man that you had been romantically involved with who really wanted to do that, he would plead his case and you would allow it. I mean, okay. really. But then again, you know, here we are talking about whorehouses full of men who just want to perform oral sex on prostitutes. I mean, that's literally what we're talking. I mean, that's how bad it is for some people. So God. They'd be willing to put their mouth on like a cesspool. Right? My wife won't allow it. So I'm here at the Bunny Ranch to pay $500 to go down on a pussy that I've never seen in my life. I mean, that's desperation, man. That's desperation. Anyway, so who's your new crush? Okay, so... (sighs) So embarrassing. We have been watching that show... (laughs) I can't even say it now. We have been watching that show called This Is Us for a while now. Oh, my God. We're all Mm -hmm. current. There is the main character who plays the dad. Milo Vianetti or whatever? Yes. How do you say that? Was that? Ventimiglia? You don't even know how to say his name? Well, it's hard. I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) Sorry. He's not ugly. No, he's not. And I think what it is, and this is ridiculous, they shot a couple of episodes where he was in Vietnam. Yes. I think that's what it was. 
Because he's in military? I don't know. I really hope not. I don't know if it was the clean shavenness because usually he has a creepy mustache. Yes. So I looked him up. He's only like 41. He, oh, he's older than you. By a year. But Still. He's super cute. He has a girlfriend. She's like a marketing assistant for some fashion company. She's so like she, not even famous. He's cute. He is cute. I mean, yeah. he's shorter. He's like 5'9", but that's okay. That's fine. And he's lived in the same house he bought after he was on. He used to be on the show Heroes. Do you remember that show? I love that show. He dated Hayden Pantera. Oh, really? Yeah, She's kind of a nut job. And then he also dated, I think he was on the show Gilmore Girls or something like that. He made his debut as party guest number one on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hey, not bad. <laughs> he was on the Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And of course, now this is us. Yes. So, so this is- and he's, oh yeah, interesting. He's the baby of the family. What a shock. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on, and I will keep track of your crush. I know. There were two other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first one is, out of just plain curiosity, what do you think about the missionary who was killed by Spears <laughs> on that island? I think that guy is a complete and total nut job. Well, here's, you know, at first I was thinking... Well, it's not appropriate to kill anyone. They shouldn't be killing people, you know? I mean, it's not like somebody walks on the beach and they get, you know, they get pelted with arrows immediately. That's inappropriate. It's murder. I don't care what kind of village you're in. Killing killing a human being is not a small thing, you know? Yeah, but it's like protected tribal land. Yeah, so you and I are on the same page. Yeah. Okay, and then finally, it leaked what the plot for Sex in the City 3, the movie, would have been. Yes. The uh, Kim Cattrall, who plays Samantha, mm-hmm. kiboshed the movie moving forward. First of all, I am on Team Kim, by the Me way. too. I mean, for real. It's like, can we just move on with our lives, please? Well, we just don't need the movies anymore. We I don't. Mean, it's over. It's like, I'm sorry that the rest of you are struggling, but... Uh, we can we need to put this to bed it's been like 30 years it feels like hasn't it been like didn't it start in like 97 i mean it's over thing but i mean the rest of them are just willing to make money that's well, all yeah, it is because they're like oh those bitches they'll continue watching of course they will the storyline and you and i obviously both know is that they were going to kill big off mm-hmm. and so, so that you know we got to watch an actual funeral and an actual death happen for Carrie Bradshaw and how she copes with the loss of Big after all that time and then kill him off? I thought that was ridiculous. Well, I mean, she oh, her life is a perpetual sob story. So, it's a perpetual I mean, crisis. And then the other part of the movie would have been that Miranda, um, her son, Brady, is now 14. Mm-hmm. She's having problems with him. Oh. So Samantha... And Miranda are dealing with Brady somehow. Interesting. And that was going to be her role in the movie. And she's like, fuck that. She's like, that's stupid. You know, I don't want to do that. I always thought that they should have killed Samantha off. Oh, with the breast cancer? Yes. I always thought that would have been poignant. It would have been out of four women growing old and dying at the same time is not realistic. And she's 10 years older than they are. So I think had they known, because that was in the show. Yeah, I know. So I think if they had known 
that they were going to have problems with the movies that they would have done it. Well, I'm just, I just think it would have been a really great, first of all, it would have been a great story arc in a movie for Samantha to die. Mm -hmm. And then she doesn't even have to be a part of it. And they could literally open up with them dealing with her death. You know what I mean? Instead of big dying, have it be one of them. I, I always wondered why they never thought about doing that. I thought that would have been way more well first of all way more gut-wrenching for the fans of the show yeah and then then kim control can just bow out and not have anything to do with it but in hindsight things were still good when the show yes. ended and yes. so that's, that's why i think they didn't i just i wish they had thought a little bit more about it instead of just saying let's just kill him off and it's like really and then what and then what? So in this alleged movie, that's not going to happen. Right. Kim Cattrall said that there was always the pay issue. Yes. Because Sarah Jessica Parker was making, you know, a, more exuberant amount more. She was also going to executive produce the whole thing. The three of them. Mm-hmm. And Kim Cattrall never felt that was fair. I agree. I don't. I exactly. I don't think it is fair. I think that they should. I don't know that necessarily they should have made the same. Well, I mean, the whole show is based on Carrie Bradshaw, so I get that part of it, but that's just what it's based on. They all had equally significant roles in the films, except for the second one, which was terrible. No one wants to discuss it. Is that where they went to Dubai? Yeah, they went to Dubai. And, And really, the whole reason they even went to Dubai was because of the Samantha character. So it was equal to me. Right. So it was still going to be an issue. That was her issue with the first two movies was is that there was a pay issue. And so she wasn't going to do the first two movies. And honestly, I, I am with Kim Cattrall all the way, all the way. And then the other thing she said was, she says, how realistic is it to watch four women in New York walk around paying $400 for a pair of shoes? In this day and age. In this day and age, when people can barely put food on their tables to feed their families. She says, it it doesn't make sense anymore. It's not realistic when these women are having the same issues that women who are making 65,000 a year are doing. It's not, right. it's not, you know, watching Carrie Bradshaw walk around with six bags from Manolo Blahnik and Gucci is not necessarily relatable anymore, especially right. when they're in their fifties. Yeah. It just, you know, I just don't know that anybody wants to keep seeing that because, you know, it's relative to the fans that have grown up with them. I guess you could say yeah. is, you know, I don't own any Manolo Blahniks and You know, I thought I would by now, but I don't, you know. Based on the plot lines that we know about for this movie that is no longer going to exist, um, it was so superficial. And they really, they had developed these characters for so long on HBO, that show, that they they really, it behooved them to do something a little more significant. I mean, they could have done a lot of stuff that would have been way more compelling than some kind of stupid, we're going to Dubai, it's the new Middle East. You know, I mean, they could have done, these are accomplished actresses. They know how to act. They can do other stuff, you know? Right. Yeah, it kind of cheapens their characters, I guess. That's what I think. That's exactly what I, and I did, you know what, look, I, I bitch and complain about those characters now because it's, you know, it's, they, the time was not good to that show. But no, when I look back, I just I I can't even believe I could stomach watching that <laughs> show. And I used to love that show. I oh, was obsessed. Paula, we were obsessed. We we were there the opening night to see the movie. I know. 
I wore my fake little silver Manolo (laughs) Blahniks. I remember. I just, now I'm just like, I look at Sarah Jessica Parker's character, Carrie, and I'm just Mm. like, I can't believe I watched a minute of her. She was such a horrible friend. Paula, you took the words right out of my mouth. How many years have I been saying that she's a bad friend? She's the baddest friend. She's the worst. If I had a friend like that, well, I had a friend like that. I cut her loose. It's over. I can't. But I mean, she ditched her friends for every guy she Mm -hmm. dated. Yep. Immediately. She's like, friends? What friends? Oh, no. We're snuggling. We're in. We're here. We're doing this And she was a liar, too. She lied a lot. She lied all the time. She cheated on every man she ever was with. I know. She was a bad person. And now she got Mm -hmm. to marry the super, like, you know, megalo rich person. Yep. And And she even cheated on him. Kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, she just grew unsatisfied. With the guy that she knew wouldn't give it to her i mean i just you know what i'm saying yes it was all bad all bad terrible and then she was so mean to charlotte oh i just hate her i hate her i'm glad she's not real i'm glad it's fictional but the fact is is that there are women who are like that we i mean and you know listen we're we've all slipped we all do things that we're ashamed of or whatever but this this particular character for the last 20 years, has not learned one goddamn lesson. Nothing. Anyway. She has to have a man in her life. To be complete. To, or to successfully write books, apparently. So, anyway. All right. Well, we'll talk about the farting dark contest next time. The what? <laughs> these two. This is, of course, in the UK. Oh, okay. And these two men. It was like the championship. And <laughs> one of them farted. And... <laughs> And it became like a thing. All right, I'm going to tell you about it. Gary Anderson and Wesley Harms are professional dart players who recently accused each other of farting at the Grand Slam of darts in England. After Anderson of Scotland beat Harms from, he's Dutch, uh, he beat him 10 to 2 in a match that earned him a spot in the quarterfinals. Some accusations came out. Harms said he wasn't playing up to his normal caliber because Anderson straight up farted on the stage before him, leaving him to endure a fragrant smell. Oh, he crop dusted him. Yes. And then reportedly he elaborated on a game changing incident during an interview with Dutch TV station, whatever. He says, I'll take it'll take me two nights to lose the smell from my nose. Are you joking me? Two nights. He said it was, and then the other guy said it was Harms who farted. It definitely came from Tableside, and it was eggs. Rotten eggs, but not from me. Every time I walked past there, there was a waft of rotten eggs, so that's why I was thinking it was him. It definitely wasn't me. It was bad. It was a stink. Then he started to play better, and I thought he must have needed to get some wind out. If somebody had done that, they need to see a doctor. (laughs) He said, he says it was me, but I would admit it. I and then Anderson has admitted to farting on stage in the past, but said it's been noted he never used it as an advantage. <laughs> These are grown men. This is disgusting. You could cut the tension with a knife. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's anyway. gross. Only boys would do something like that. I wonder if they're timed. I don't like, know. Between, you know, throwing a dart. I'd grab like a folder or something. I'd be like, dude, really? But can you be like, can you imagine fanning the air? Somebody, somebody farting so, and the, the air being so rancid that it actually affects your play. I never even thought about that. You could eat like a bunch of hard boiled eggs. 
like the <sighs> night before. Think about Herbal it. In, in bowling, you, you have, could totally uh, like blast someone. You could have like they- three. <laughs> three bean salad, hard deviled <laughs> eggs. Um, oh, I don't God. know, whatever. <laughs> Refried beans, cabbage, Ugh. sauerkraut. <laughs> Can you even imagine? It's like, all no. right, let's play. Here we go. Drink old broccoli water. <laughs> oh, God, asparagus. <laughs> God. Just like a man. That just might make you sick. Anyway, oh, we should do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. We should. So I uh, take the kids to their six-month dental appointment. And um, you know how kids dentists are. I think adult dentist office should be like kids dental office but that's just my opinion what, playing playing disney movies in the waiting room and a big or giant like video games yes they have these Aquariums. like mas- massage chairs and they have like a little keurig station and below that there's a refrigerator with waters you know what i agree they should do that I know. And then um, what they do is they have like a big surfboard with like a crashing wave behind them. So the kids stand on the surfboard. They take their picture and then it prints out and they write their next appointment on the bottom and they put a magnet on the back. So you put it on your refrigerator. I know. Isn't that cute? I would totally do that. I would love that at my dentist. We'd never leave. (laughs) So anyways, I grabbed a water because I'm always thirsty. Yes. They take us back and they're in side-by-side chairs getting their teeth done. No cavities. Everything's good. Yay! Oh, that's awesome. And um, apparently Ryan's over brushing his bottom teeth. So Interesting. So he's causing some damage. I guess. So she told him to go a little softer. Mm. But... um, he got sent home with a soft toothbrush. Oh, that's nice. Anyways, so I'm sitting there messing around on my phone. I have my water next to me on the chair. They're doing their fluoride thing and everything like that. So the dental assistant says, do you want some more water? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I was talking to Brian. <laughs> Like, no, this is for me. Because everything's about me. Of course. (laughs) That's how we live our lives. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) It was embarrassing. You're like, oh, you mean the patient. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm like, oh, you mean Ryan. Oh, I don't know. Ryan, do you want water? I don't know what you're doing. That is so funny. I'm just going to mess with my phone again. That's hilarious. I have a couple, but I'll do this one because it's the oldest one. It was during our Thanksgiving break. I never really talked about it because it's no big deal really now because it ended up being like a $20 repair. But our heater upstairs broke. Mm -hmm. And so it was really freaking cold upstairs. We have a gas fireplace in our bedroom that we never ever, I hate using. I never use it, but Daryl, of course, loves it. So because it was so cold, we we cleaned it because it was dusty and everything. So we cleaned it all out and we've been lighting the fireplace upstairs to keep our room warm. Mm-hmm. Well, Daryl said, hey, did you realize that the, the quote unquote logs in our fireplace can actually, they're actually mobile. It's not like one welded unit. You can actually move them around so you can get different flame looks or whatever. And like I said, effects or something? Yeah, well, just... You can just move it around. And so if you want more heat, you can like move them back or, you know, so more flame comes out, you know, so you can feel more heat or whatever. And I said, no, that's really cool. I had no idea. So (laughs) 
I was like, you know, this is really cool. So before I turned on the fireplace, this was a couple weeks ago, I said, I'm going to move the logs around. So I started moving all the logs around and I'm, you know, figuring out how to do it. And then I go to, you know, and I'm on my knees because, it's, you know, I'm sitting on the floor to move them all around. Mm-hmm. And so then I go, OK, so I'm going to turn it on. So I pull my hands out and I look and they are solid black solid black because the logs which have been used for years have soot on them oh it never occurred to me that they would be covered in black soot so i was thinking they were like wood logs so i didn't think anything of it so i'm moving around acting like something i come out and my hands fall out i look like one of those street urchins from the from the Scrooge movies. Oh I my was god! Covered in black soot. My hands, everything I touched, my face, the floor. I could still see. I could still see my handprints on the floor where I didn't know that I was getting black everywhere. I laughed so hard at myself. I was like, of course, because I compl- I'm just. I don't think at all i just do things and then of course you know i mean and the thing is the soot would not come off it not even with like dawn soap or something it took me several washings and i had to get in the shower to get it off my face oh god well this was our hodgepodge episode i think we got through all of our subjects that we wanted to discuss that was pretty fun yeah that was a good episode yeah so Let's see here. Beginning of December. So mm-hmm. time for you to start your Christmas shopping. Yes. Uh, be sure to go to our UglyTruth.com webpage. Click on the Amazon button and start doing some shopping. Lots of cool stuff on there. I don't know what's hot this year, though. Is it electronics? Is it a Roku? Or I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I think the, the I still think the Alexas and stuff are popular. Oh, Alexa, no. Stop. Alexa, stop. <laughs> God, every time I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to live my life. Anyways, yeah, keep shopping on the Amazon site. You can create a wish list. You can. Mm. That's what I do usually. I create a wish list for each kid, and yes. if I find something, I just put it in the wish list. I don't buy it or anything, and then right. I usually decide what items I'm going to buy for them, mm-hmm. and uh, or or I have them put items in the wish list so I know what they want mm. because usually I have no clue. Like right now, I have no idea what Olivia wants. It's a weird age, though. Yeah, like she's still into Barbies, but I just. I don't really know what she wants. It's just weird. So anyways, Avon is also having some great sales and Mm -hmm. great like little gift boxes or Mm -hmm. gift bag things. So you should definitely check that out. Um, I know teenagers really like that kind of stuff. So it's cute. It is cute. So uh, go to lipandclip.com. Other than that, I think we are done for the day. We will see you on Wednesday. Have a fabulous week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.